All About the Gut, A Woman's Health Journey. A life-changing discussion, discovering alternatives to traditional medication, adopting a healthy lifestyle, and finding out that it is, in fact, all about the gut. Okay, this is the last program with Sam Willoughby, Dr. Sam Willoughby. My name is Liz Antonia Thomas, and this is our last program of It's All About the Gut and Other Things. So Sam, we have gone through everything about the gut and what it does to us and how we can take control of our gut with diet and everything. And in this last program, we need to look at the other things. And the other things are the body keeps a score and base this on Bessel van Van de Kolk, have I said that right? And also looking at Nadine Burke Harris, a pediatrician who is looking at how childhood trauma and all sorts of different things causes conditions, not just tra- trauma, but just lifestyle and bad living, as, as, we, as I call it. And I don't mean it in a sort of critical way. I mean it is that we actually don't look after ourselves very well. So I'd just like you to um, give me some insight on the... Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on again, Liz. It's great to be here. Um, You mentioned some really important work from, you know, these are world-leading experts. So Bessel van der Kolk, Nadine Burke-Harris, Gabor Mate, these um, voices, it's great that they're coming more into public consciousness because it makes us look at our past and perhaps our past negative experiences. And they can be childhood events. They could be, um, you could call them trauma. You could call, you know, that includes perhaps divorce, perhaps grieving. These are all big events in one's lives. And as a culture, certainly in this country, in the UK, we have this mantra of step up the lip, uh, keep calm, carry on. You know, we really don't have a culture historically of dealing with negative events in any kind of real way, just carry on, almost pretend it didn't happen and get on with it sort of thing. So when these voices come out and these are from all over the world, these are experts who deal with people who have very real trauma and all of us have had negative experiences in our lives and many of us have been taught by our society, by our teachers to just get on with things and to not process them. And what we wanted to talk about today is how important it is to process our trauma, that these other things, by processing our trauma, using these different ways, perhaps not the most conventional ways, but they're so important. It's so important to work through the feelings that these events have on us, these feelings that these events evoke in us, because We have to feel it to heal it, to work through these events, to take the the beautiful lessons that these events can present us with, take them forwards into our lives, take them, take, take the wisdom. Basically, our bodies are so intelligent. We have such ability to process these things. And the lesson of these experts, what they're trying to tell us is that if we don't deal with these things, we end up having conditions, having physical restrictions, being stuck in with a uh, condition perhaps like um, IBS, inflammatory bowel, perhaps rheumatoid or an autoimmune condition. that Cancer. Absolutely, that these 
undealt with emotional events can lead to, can at least in part lead to having these physical ailments, which of course none of us want. And I would say on a physiological le level, we can look at it really simply with the with the nervous system. We've got fight or flight, or we've got rest, digest, heal. So what we want is a healthy balance. So really we want to be able to go into rest, digest, heal easily, like on demand almost so that we give ourselves a bit of balance because all of us, well, many of us in the Western world feel like we're on a bit of a treadmill. We are running on fumes. We're so busy with X, Y, and Z that we kind of give relaxation and stress relief and self-care and slowing down really kind of second, third, fourth place. On I don't think people understand what self-care is. No. I don't think people understand what self-love is. And people say self-love, well, that's, as you said earlier, it's self, people th think it's selfish. Oh, my being so, it's actually not. Well, self-love is challenging for many of us, but actually when you find self-love, it's amazing. Yeah. And it really, you can heal yourself. We have the power to heal ourselves. And I feel that um, we need to understand our trauma. Um, and I, th I think that we have given us power to the system because we don't know anything different. It's looking for that saviour, isn't it, outside of ourselves. And and when we're in an acute situation, of course, we're going to do that. If we've broken our leg, if we're in sudden pain, something like that, of course, we're going to look for an expert to help us. And there's nothing wrong with that. But once we get on top of that acute symptom, we can look at ways to empower ourselves to support any treatment we're receiving from the conventional system. We can use our own initiative to find those things. So if your body is in a has a disease condition going on, for example, rheumatoid arthritis, what can we do to support the body? We've already talked about diet, we've talked about the gut and how vital that is. But emotionally, what can we, how can we look at our body and reflect on perhaps episodes in the past, but not just thinking about it, not as a mental exercise. This is a feeling exercise. Can we do that with a trusted friend? Do we need to do that with a therapist if we wish to? Can we do that on our own? Can we really feel into past events that may have led into this state of unwellness, we can do that alongside whatever conventional treatment we're receiving. But this is so vital because it gives you that power. This is, in, this is your experience. This is your journey. How can you extract the wisdom of that negative experience and take it with you so that you can take the pearls out of a difficult situation and, and bring them with you into a future? How can you be present to the to the feelings that that situation might evoke in you and not be afraid of them, not be afraid to feel deeply and to feel things that we might term as negative. Emotions are just energy. They're just sensations. There's nothing to be afraid of. And it's not about feeling shame, guilt or blame or getting angry. It's, it's really recognizing yourself, recognizing your own being as so much more than those feelings and and being aware of them, allowing yourself to connect to the source of love that you are, connecting to forgiveness, which I know is a huge topic which we could talk about all day. But I think that I believe that people do not understand themselves and I believe that we are not taught to understand who we are, unfortunately. And I think it's changing in small pockets. It's yes. changing there. 
young people who are getting together and and dealing with their trauma and growing with healing circles and all sorts of things. Young, young, 19, 20, 25. Absolutely. Very young. We have evolved. Inspiring. Uh, it's really inspiring. Um, I really feel that it's moved on. But I believe also with um, physical conditions, I myself have used, I mean, I've done everything, but I mean, I've acupuncture has been brilliant for me. Um, and osteopathy has been brilliant for me you know and also and they can some people can feel things and they well, you're stuck here because of something you're holding on to something and that's true holding on to some emotion and healing amazing healers there are incredible healers out there um david ian rogers um cc tala taluha i can't even remember, say her name properly but her name's cc i'm gonna say cc Karina, she's brilliant and she's gathered all these girls together, a collective, and it's that's really incredible. Um, and there's a bunch of nutritionists and uh, medical doctors as well, yeah, who, who are not working in the system, who are aware of, of, of everything. I mean, I've I got my I can't mention his name, but. I got help. This is my journey started in 2019 with a doctor in Brighton who works with nutritionists. Through you, Sam, who told me to do that. I'll never forget that. You've been telling me for years. <laughs> <laughs> years and years and years. It's all about the gut, Liz. Oh, oh is it? Oh. Um, and, you know, and then suddenly the penny dropped. And I think oh, we had one phone call and you went, find a nutritionist and find a doctor. And I did. And I can't mention their names, but they were brilliant. And that's where my journey began. I mean, I've been doing acupuncture for years and years and years and years. And, you know, but I did realize, I do, I do realize when this happened, when I was diagnosed, because I was under such stress. I had a child, I was at university, <laughs> you know, I was working, I was, it was full on. You were I was, running on fumes. I was running on empty and I wasn't looking after myself at all. And you're, you know, to use the analogy of you're throwing, you know, the fuel you're putting in your body is just putting more, you know, gasoline on that fire and that it's burning up, you know, and for you, it, you ended up having a diagnosis of rheumatoid at the time. And you've come on like leaps and bounds since you've sort of looked at the diet, sort of really closely looked at the diet and you've been strict with yourself. And it is work. It is something you have to think about it's every day. But don't let me put words in your mouth, but I don't think you would go back to. Um, I didn't how eat. It was before. I didn't eat really badly, but I, I didn't. The, I wasn't eating things that were good for me, so they weren't bad things. And I've never. I wasn't brought up to eat badly. I, you know, but I think sugar is a huge thing, and I think when people are under stress and I want some energy, get some sugar. Now that's inflammatory. It and causes so much inflammation. And that's physiological. When you're in fight or flight, you're not you're not digesting well because you're not in that the that's a different part of your nervous system that rest digest heal so you want something that will be metabolized really fast so yeah. actually in that kind of simple ph physiological way yeah you're going to go for quick release sugary foods to keep keep going because you need that quick release energy right so 
what this really is about is how do we allow the body to relax, to open, to receive, to heal, to really, because the body is so intelligent. And, you know, there are many schools of thought around this, but these experts are telling us, you know, our trauma has a lot to do with how our state of health is, but also when you know that there is, you know that there is a way out of it because that's in your control because you have a choice in every moment. You have a choice in how you process an emotion, how an, an event affects you. You have a choice to, you have the the effect, the emotional response, but then how do you process that? Do you pretend that everything is okay? Do you sweep everything under the carpet and just carry on? Or do you give yourself a moment to It'll always come feel? out. Listen, Exactly. Listen, if you have a massive problem, it's going to come out one way or another. It's going to come out with illness, mental health. It will come out. If you're not dealing with stuff, Absolutely. it will come out. And that's that is, I'd say, the beauty of our human beings because we, we're here to do work. We're here to learn. I don't think we realize that. We are here to learn. And it is amazing. And but we, we're here to learn and, and grow Absolutely. and growth and, you know, and evolve, evolve and become wise. For example, you shared your story of you had a you had a child, you were working, you were at university. I mean, that's crazy. Like you had so much on your plate and your body just said, no, stop, Liz, stop. Yeah. You can't do this. And unfortunately, that was in the way of your joints. You know, just, that was if you look at it in a very simplistic way, your body just said, ah, 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 stop. And you had to you had to slow down because obviously the the condition of the joints didn't let you go at one hundred and fifty percent for any longer because it was almost forcing you. Because actually, you could look at that in a way as the intelligence of the body saying no, no. It's body, yeah, the body's saying no, stop it. But you, do, but I didn't understand. It took me years to understand. I mean, I was stuffing myself with sugar. I was skinny as a rake, but I was stuffing myself with sugar, sweets. I remember being in hospital and just eating sort of sweet woman coming around or, the, you know, the friends, people with the newspapers and magazines and loads of sweets. And I was thinking, I was like, those, 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 and those. And I was eating loads of sweets, causing more inflammation. And I think about it. And you're not, that no one tells you. And, and, and no one says to you, this is your diet. This is this, this is that. You've got to sugar, 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 pure, oh, refined yes. sugar. We shan't get onto the subject of hospital food. That's we a, won't talk about that. That's, <laughs> that's another story. That's a whole other story. That's a whole other story. But I just also think that these now, a lot of people, it's beginning, it's, it's coming, it's breaking into the mainstream slowly. But And our system is very, very ruled by pharmaceuticals i'm not saying controlled. if i didn't need morphine i was in pain i wouldn't take it because absolutely. i would there you is know. a there is a place for pharmaceuticals absolutely i mean life-saving so many things but this is about empowerment but it's not just the story is not just in the power of someone else you have so much power you have so, have so much, much ability power. to reach within and to really go deeply and to learn and to grow and to really awaken those healing abilities within yourself your body you know if you cut your skin it's going to heal in a few days that's the body healing itself right how do we extrapolate from that how we can heal ourselves by really allowing our emotions by feeling by feeling that's it you know unfortunately we have been so trained to conditioned conditioned to 
keep calm, carry on. But now, as you said, Liz, communities are coming up. And I think communities are coming up. Yeah, they really are working. Supporting each other, peer support. We can talk to each other. We can feel accepted and loved in spite of whatever's happened. happened, We can take control and it's not going to ruin our lives. We can look forward and go. It's not going to run our lives. It's not going to run our lives because because it does. It ruins people's lives and they, they live on this it can, What's it happened can just, in the past? They live in the past. It's a shadow over your life forever for some people. It doesn't need to be. No, it doesn't need to be you at all. You can let the sun come through. Yeah, you know, and we have that power. We we actually have control. And when you, I think, when I learned that I had control over my body, it was like, really? I have control? I can control myself? Is this real? I just thought, this is, I have control. And a friend of mine said, you can heal yourself. You know, he's a doctor. He said, you can you, you can heal yourself, you know. I was like, oh, "What do you mean?" I thought to myself, mm, "Can I heal myself?" And actually, I can, and I have done, and I've, Absolutely. with the help of others, I have. Yeah. And really, yes. but I'm knowing what's what. And I remember having some cranialostophy. That's when it started as well. Craniosacral. Craniosacral. I had it years ago when my son was born, and um, we it's both so had it. So we had it together. For little um, ones as well. It's amazing. It's a mm. children's um, cranial centre in, uh, in in West in West End was there at one point. I'm not sure it's still there. Um, cause that's 29 years ago. But um, I remember having it then thinking, wow. And I remember them feeling, oh, it's got lots of energy. And then when I had it um, at the yoga centre, that was incredible. I mean, I, I like he was moving stuff and he said, and I said, I can feel the trauma. He could, I could actually feel the trauma in my body. And I said, this is all about trauma. That's when the penny dropped. This is all about trauma. I think it dropped before, but I didn't really understand it, but I could actually feel it. And I remember this is all about the trauma. And that's when I started thinking, well, I've got to do some work. I've got to find out it's going to be a journey, but I'm going to find my own way. And dealing with this and that's and I've learned so much and I feel so grateful and I I feel that I forgive everybody and forgiveness is massive because if we think about forgiving we have all sorts of stories that have happened in our lives and each of us is different we've all experience negative things. Forgiveness is massive. It's very much associated with the heart. And when we're carrying, it's like if you're not forgiving people, and sometimes it can take work. So this is not necessarily an overnight process. It's like carrying a bag of rocks around with you that you you are sort of under this burden of holding onto a grudge or anger, um, rage sometimes. And, and can be completely understandable. But if there was a way to feel that rage to and to pass through it, it's not endless. Sometimes it can feel that anger is en- endless or um, this, this ill feeling just will never go. But when you realise that actually holding onto it is damaging you, you know, holding that grudge is is such a, a a burden on your system. It's constantly running in the background. It's like a computer system with a, a program that's taking up loads of your computer's energy, just running in the background. You're doing all your other stuff on whatever site you're on, but this program is slowing down your whole system and draining it of energy because you're holding on to a grudge or ill feeling towards someone, a situation. And people hang on to these things for years. Absolutely. Years and years. And that's in your body. 
and they and often they don't know how to let it go because it's such a habit. It's such a habit to hold on to this. And it's almost like we talked about earlier. You don't know what to do when you have let it go. Kind of like, oh, what do I think about now? Because I was so angry with that person for decades. And now when you when you are able to forgive and let go, it's an act of self-love to forgive. Yes. Is it really is. And you forgive yourself for holding on to that for so long and almost punishing yourself unconsciously because you've been holding onto this bag of rocks the whole time you release so much and you open so much more by opening your consciousness and allowing once you've let go of that and you've shut down that program say in the back of your computer how much more energy does your system have how much more can you accomplish how much more can you bring forward bring forward that wisdom of forgiveness forgiveness brings a very special quality to each of us and it's a it's a beautiful process. It can take time because we all know that some things can take a while to work through. It does take time. I think it really does take time. And I think that, you know, and you have to learn to understand forgiveness. You have to learn to understand why you're forgiving. And you have to understand if you don't forgive, this is staying in your body and causing a huge amount of damage and illness and causes all sorts of things and lowers your immune system by it's, again, it's damaging. Stress. You're you're in that fight or flight at some level because your body is stressed because you, you're holding on to this anger. Constantly going on, constantly. And, you know, ruminating on on past events that you can't do anything about. We can't change the no, past. We can't. can only deal with the present and bring forward a more beautiful future. But this is such a gift to yourself. So do it for yourself, if not yeah, the other it, person. And it doesn't seriously. have to be in person that you have to confront that other person. It's really an energetic, emotional act of forgiving and to feel it every day, that energy of, I'm not going to punish myself for this any longer. Constantly. The energy of, I love myself. I am whole and complete. No one can ever take that away from me. I am a miraculous being. I have all this ability to heal, to love, to yeah. give, to receive my my body is a temple. I I love it. I'm going to take that forwards. I'm going to learn from my experiences and inspire other people. And it's so much because it's and and self love. Um, I've learned self. I mean, I thought I I thought I understood self love, but I really didn't. It's so much. It's quite challenging because you really have to go deep inside and find yourself. And when you find it, it's like a warm. What can how can I say it? When you find self-love, it's like a warm, fluffy pillow and you're going to bed and it's all cosy and it's it's just incredible that that's how it feels to me. It's an embrace. Me. And it's really refreshing and you feel happy every day and you feel this warmth and you feel, you know, stuff happens. Stuff happens, but you just have to deal with it, take it, process it and move along yeah. and let it go. And, and feel it. And right? feel it. Feel, and choose. I, I choose to feel this. I choose to process it, accept it into the tapestry of my life and to move forward with the lessons. And really that self-love is so key. And it's like a it's like a flower and the petals just keep unfolding, going into the heart, whether you meditate by focusing on the heart, which I would say is, is so vital to bring in this energy of self-love, forgiveness, of receiving, of being this creature of love, of self-love, but also love for other people to share, to learn from others, to inspire others. There's so much that we can do to become the best version of ourselves. And it's a choice. It's a choice. We have choices. And I feel that 
you know, there's so much out there. And if you don't, if you don't want to go and do your own meditation, there's so much on YouTube. I'm going to tell you that now. There is so much mindfulness. Mindfulness is incredible. Mindfulness on self-love, self-care. There's so many incredible um, guided meditation. If you're not Absolutely. used to meditating, this, this is out there. It's all out there. It's free. It's not going to, um, it's, it's not going to, there's no problems uh, with this, there's no there's so many resources out there these days. I would actually say a really good starting point, and if you take anything away from this podcast, that gratitude and meditating on the state or in the state of gratitude is an absolute miracle worker. And actually, this has been studied really beautifully by the Heart Math Institute in California in the US, looking at how being in a in a physical state of gratitude, and by that I mean really feeling grateful in every cell of your Absolutely. body. Absolutely. Really, really deeply feeling that. How that has an effect on your physiology. It's incredible. It has an effect, direct effect on your heartbeat. And it brings in this state of coherence, which we know that a coherent heart rate is an um, incredibly healing space. It also improves your... I would say your longevity, it reduces, they've actually said, and this is incredible, all cause mortality. So it having a coherent heart rate, which the state of gratitude brings in for you, it reduces all cause mortality. All cause mortality means dying of anything. So it's such a healing state to be in. It's such a healthy state to be in, a state of gratitude. It's healthy for your heart. Your heart is obviously central to your your. And they've done heart. studies on it. They've done studies on it. In the US, this is proven. And if you want a good resource, the Heart Math Institute in the US, they have lots of um, meditations and resources on their website. You can go on there to actually discover this state. But if you just want to do something simple, Think of something you're grateful for and feel it. Get used to feeling grateful. And it can be the simplest thing, a roof over your head, food on your plate. Absolutely. You know, having the eyes to see, the ears to listen, you know, something so simple to be grateful for, to be grateful for your pet, to be grateful for your friend, your family, whatever it might be. I think that's how I've managed. I think I've managed for me to get to this stage I'm at. And I don't like to call it, I have, I say, I, I experience a condition because I don't want to hold this. I don't want to say I have a new condition. I create say, a bit of distance. Yeah, it's a massive distance. But I've managed and I feel very well through gratitude, self-care, self-love and the people with acupuncturists and the osteopaths and the, the healers, um, you know, David Ian Rogers, for one, absolutely amazing, has helped me reduce, minimise my trauma that I've been carrying around with me for, I wouldn't like to say how many years, because that's my secret, but that's one doesn't say my age, I won't say my age, but um, for so many years I have had so carrying around so much trauma. Although I've um, forgiven so many people, and that's, but I was still carrying it around with me. What David Ian Rogers does is help you not carry the emotion. And that I can't remember my, the emotion that's gone. And it's incredible. And um, 
I really feel that this is a, we are evolving. So all the awful things that are happening in the world, we are, there are amazing things happening in the world. And this, this is one of them. This is incredible what's happening in this world. And we are doing, um, gratitude for me is every day, every day. And I do feel a lot better because I'm not going, <laughs> I'm so sick. I'm so It changes unwell. your perspective. It changes I'm so everything. Well, <laughs> I don't know what to do, you know, oh, please. Uh, you know, and then you go into hospital and you see people who are all walking, emotional. I will not use the word victim. I'm just going to say emotional states. They are. You can see it. That, and it's all emotion, all, st and all their all bodies. Stuck, all though, stuck, They've never dealt with that they don't know how to deal with. And I think that this is a process of learning. Gratitude is an incredible way because it opens the heart. And the heart knows. The heart is so wise. Your deepest wisdom is in the heart. And when the heart, body and mind can work together, we heal in such a beautiful way. So we realise we are incredible, huge beings. We are not reduced to this small, insignificant, weak being. We really are not. Whatever we've been through in our lives, every single person we have in so this much world power. has power, has this ability to shine, to really grow as long as they, they are making choices that support that, you know. and We have to take our power back, though. I mean, we, yes. our power has been taken away from us, from the system. And once we take our power back, and I'm sorry, but, I mean, the system does amazing things like heart attacks and car crashes and save people's lives and do amazing things, but that it's not enough. We are, you know, we we need to take the power back. and And I feel really grateful that I am able to do this podcast and thank you so much because I really feel that I mean we could go on for hours about this and, so and much we have and we have <laughs> and it's so much that it's I feel really grateful that I I am I've healed myself up to a point and if I have pain I understand that pain I know where it's coming from because I love my pain I take it I know where, I know where it's coming from and I can release it and it's incredible so I don't think painkillers there you go. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? I mean, I can't express enough what um, changes I can see in you over the years we've known each other and this journey you've been on and the way that you want to share the knowledge because no one needs to suffer like that. No, we because don't. you suffered for a long time before, as you say, the penny dropped and you realised how much power you had and you grabbed it with both hands. That is really inspiring for others. And I hope that this podcast inspires others. If you're going to start with anything, start with gratitude. It's just easy. You don't need anybody else. You just start with gratitude. Also look at herbalists, nutritionists, acupuncturists, osteopaths, healers, amazing healers out there, shamans. There's just so many incredible healers out there that will help you. And, and you, but you have to help yourself. They're not going to, it's not, you just can't just go, help me. You have to help yourself. Start with you. Start, Start with, with you. gratitude on your journey yeah. for your life. Whatever has happened in your life right now, what are you grateful for? And it can be the simplest thing. There's so many things we take for granted. Just dial it back. I'm grateful for the chair I'm sitting on, for this home that I live in, for the autumn colours changing outside my window. It can be something, but feel it. It's not just a mental exercise. This is feeling it in your bones. Feeling and, and gratitude. And yeah, gratitude is so much. And people 
we're not people aren't grateful for anything <laughs> i think there's lots of people aren't grateful for anything but they're learning i think it's changing it's changing i think it i think there's going to be there's going to be amazing people are really going to evolve and i think it's it's not going to be like this forever and i know that i know they said it'll take 50 years when i went to the pain clinic and i said that and they said suggested to me to do a podcast um about it and they said it'll take 50 years for it to change in the system um it will change. It will change slowly. It doesn't have to take that long. You know, if we all work together, it doesn't have to take that long. I think in the system it will take that long. But I think outside of the system, outside the mainstream, I think it will. We it don't would... have to be dependent on the system, no. right? We are our own. Absolutely. You know, we are the, you know, the queens of our lives. You know, we decide what goes on yeah, in the body. Absolutely. Our bodies are so wise and we are immense beings. We have the power to heal, the power to inspire, the power to really forgive to really love to really learn from our experience take that wisdom move it forwards and and live as these beings that are in touch with our hearts in touch with our bodies recognizing the beauty that is within each of us so i want to say thank you so much sam and it's very exciting times ahead and i know everyone thinks it's you know the world's ending but actual fact we are evolving and it's a new paradigm shift and um good feelings for everyone and you know if you need to find out um you can email me on lizantoniax at gmail.com if you want some more information i will be able to help you or tell you where to go or show you where to go but i mean you know this is going to go over the, all over the world hopefully so thank you so much thank you liz it's been my absolute pleasure brilliant thank you